What's going on? What's going on, everybody? What's going on? What's going on? Is your favorite credit hero? You know what? If it's Tuesday, then you know what's up. We're in the credit lab chopping it up. It's your favorite credit hero. And also tonight, we have a super awesome special guest. And the topic for this episode is how important is your credit? Again, without further ado, we're going to go ahead and get the show started. What's going on? What's going on, everybody? It's your favorite credit hero in the whole world. And matter of fact, this whole galaxy, you don't have to tell nobody. I know I'm your favorite. One key between us. Again, another awesome episode in the Credit Lab podcast. Favorite credit hero, superhero, whatever you want to call me. I wear a lot of hats, a lot of capes. You know, speaking of hat, don't have no hairline. So excuse my hair if it look a little shiny, right? So we won't go and get started. The topic is how important is your credit? And I don't know if we're going to chop it up. But we also have a very, very special guest. Her name is Simply Bree. So, Bree, welcome to the show. Thank you for being on here. And then we give a little hand of applause. Oh, I was not ready. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. So, people in the audience, show your little love. Definitely welcome to the show. So, go ahead and introduce yourself to the viewers and listeners. Like I said, I know who you are. I know you're doing amazing things, positive things. But let's go ahead and introduce yourself. Thank you. Um, so what's going on, everyone? My name is Simply Bree. I am in Atlanta, Georgia, but I am originally from Hartford, Connecticut. Um, I am the CEO of the He Said What Network, which is this lovely platform that you guys are able to watch us on. I do podcasting. I also uh, dip and dive a little into, um, you know, motivational speaking and um I'm trying to help people find their partners. So I will actually be doing a little bit of matchmaking um, as well. So I am excited to be here. Like, this is different for me. So, yes. Oh, yeah, no, definitely appreciate you. You know, so like I said, if I didn't already find my queen, I definitely would say I use your service. But, you know, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I already found her already. So, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No problems. We're definitely doing some amazing things. Like I said, I know a lot of people during COVID, there was in that COVID relationship. Then once COVID was over, they kind of, you know, went separate ways, whatever the case might be. So there's definitely a need for what you do. I know a lot of people are going to need your service. So definitely appreciate you. Again, the topic is how important is your credit? Because, of course, you know, this is the Credit Lab podcast. So we have to throw credit in, you know, somewhere as this part of it. So, again... Uh, another question is, t- um, tell our viewers or guests four facts uh, about yourself. It's four facts about yourself, yeah. Okay, so I am an Aries. So I'm, I'm an Aries to the bone. So if you guys right. Aries, I am a true Aries. I am an April Aries, too, because there's a difference between March Aries and April Aries. Um, I am a mother of one. I have, my son's going to be 16 this year. So I am a mother of one. Um, shout out to, and he is also part of the um, platform as well. Engineer Mo, shout out to you. Um, hey, Ms. V. Um, I am very artistic. So not only can I write, I write poetry, I write short stories, I write audio dramas, but I can also paint and draw. 
And all of that is stuff that I tend to do on my downtime when I have downtime. And the fourth interesting fact about myself is um, I work very well under pressure. Um, I like to wait until the deadline. And when I say deadline, I mean due today to (laughs) crunch everything in. I feel like my best work comes out when I have worked under pressure. So those are four facts about myself. Hopefully they're interesting, but yeah, four facts about myself. Well, well, that's definitely cool. Um, I work well under pressure too, mm-hmm. but it's only like if I get a good night's sleep. I have to get like at least eight to ten hours of sleep the night before. It just helps me work. Better. It just helps me, you know, get through through it better. So really, is definitely a good thing. Yeah, because most people don't really like value their sleep. Because I one of the mistakes I used to make is if you listen to like a lot of gurus, you know, those mm-hmm. people that's like ten billion zillion dollars a day or whatever. They'll tell you, like, sleep is for sucker. You don't need to sleep. Sleep when but, I die. Yeah, but in reality, like, your, your body functions a lot better when you, when you sleep. Um, so, you know, that, which is really, really true. Which, for me, it works better for me when I get some sleep. Um, so that's one thing. So sleep is important. I'm not saying don't listen to the gurus, but I do think sleep is important. It is. I agree with you. Um, it's funny because sometimes I find myself... I work better off of less sleep, too. <laughs> like, it's so weird. My body is so, it does what it wants to do. But the least amount of sleep, the more I'm able to function. So it's so weird. And then when I sleep, it's a done deal. Like, I'm done. So I guess you probably like those people like, well, uh, I drive better if I have a little alcohol. I said, you're not one of those people, are you? No! <laughs> so, I ain't trying to put you on the spot, man. I mean, just... I would just be like, ass, you know. Like I can, I can concentrate a little better if I'm if I got a little buzz. So yeah. No, I can't drive at all. I definitely do not. I would not promote drinking and driving. I yeah. can't even like when it's nighttime outside. I get sleepy. Like my body be like, oh yeah, you think you' about to go drive an hour and a half? Shut down. And I just like I, my eyes start getting heavier the closer I get to my destination. So yeah, no. Imagine drinking on top of that. Nope. I'm not yeah, we definitely want to say that. Yeah, we, we don't promote drinking and driving because we don't want um some of our young listeners, even though some of the old listeners too, be like, oh, the credit uh, the credit hero and Bree, you know, says it's okay uh-huh. to drink and drive. So we're not promoting that at all. So um, nope. Because I, I, I was just testing her just to see where she was at, you know, because sometimes we gotta throw these questions to see what they are. Exactly. So, so now back back to the credit joint right now. So what what was one of your toughest challenges? when it comes to credit. Man. So this is, and I'm going through this right now. So a lot of people don't know. So this is going to be like a premiere for a lot of you people who are watching and those who download the episode and come back later and listen to it. I am going through the process of buying a house right now. Congratulations. That's what's up. Let's give you some applause. Let's give you some applause for that. That's what's up. Yeah. So, you gonna get that house, gonna get that house, yeah. You know, that's what's up. Oh, yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, the like, house is yours. It's yours. You want to claim it? Yeah, it's, it's yours. Oh, it, yeah, it's mine already. Um, but just like cleaning my credit, cleaning it to the extent where even something as simple as you having a old debt that you even paid on, but it says 30 days late. So it can say paid. 
but that 30 days late will make a world of a difference. And I'll, I'll let you guys in a little bit on my personal business. So this loan that I was going for, uh, it was a 100% finance loan, conventional loan. And the qualification with this program was you could not have any debts, old, new, whatever, that were 30 days late and up, like within mm. the past two years. Mm. So thankfully, I had been working on my credit for the longest because I knew I wanted to buy a house, but I had this one account that I had already paid off and it was showing as paid, but the status itself was 30 days late. And the difference that that makes, I couldn't qualify for that loan, but I qualify for FHA loan. And I was able to get that thing off my credit report. And um, that saved me thousands of dollars. Like not only do I have a 100% finance loan, which means I don't have to put a down payment down. Like I also qualify for a 3% grant off of the loan amount towards closing costs. I wouldn't have been able to do that with an FHA loan. So credit, making sure that your credit is up to par and staying on top of it is the most important thing ever that I have learned. Like now, huh, they be like, oh yeah, I'm going to need your social security. For what? Whose? Mine? Oh no, you don't need my social. You ain't about to do no, hit me with no soft. They'll get you too. Oh, it's just a soft inquiry. No, no, no. I don't even want soft inquiry. So that's what I've come to learn. That was my experience. Yeah, you're right. Those those inquiries made you stay on it because a hard inquiry will stay on it for two years. But even though it only impacts your score for the first 12 months, but still, like if you have too many hard inquiries, banks, um, uh, I think um, it's Chase. Don't quote me on this, but like, we can't even have no more than three a certain period of time for Chase. I think it's like three within two years. So really? banks, they really, um, they, they're really big on that. And like you mentioned with um with the collections account, whatever the case might be, because a lot of people they say, look, I have a collections account, I'm gonna be a responsible adult and I'm going to just pay it. But a paid collection and an unpaid collection, it's it's still a black eye. It's just like, you know, just it's just like, do I want a black eye on the right eye or the left eye? Still <laughs> take so, an eye. Yeah, exactly. Like which eye do I want to put the stake on? So because that's the mistake a lot of people make. So like if because this is a teachable moment. Like if yeah. you do want to pay a collection for whatever reason, because sometimes like, because again, if you listen to the gurus, they'll say, don't pay collection, don't pay collection. But sometimes you're in a situation where like, like you got to get this thing off your credit, like, you know, like within days and then, you, you know, you're going to just pay it. But, you know, just get, just get the paper, the deletion letter, because then basically you get that letter that's saying we're going to remove it. Because like seven out of 10 times, once you pay it, like you have no leverage for them to get it off. Right. Uh, so that's that's very very important. You definitely do want to make sure you get that in writing before you pay them, because like I said. But I, but another thing too, like when you do pay it, your score in a perfect world it will go up slightly, though it will go up. Um, because some it won't, but it will go up. But again, just the fact that it's on there, and then again, late. I mean, you know, those hard inquiries they can't be removed. So now it depends. If they're like legit hard inquiry connected to a, an account, that's something different. But if they're not connected to an open account. You can actually get it removed too. Um, so that's very, very important that you mm. know that. And then even when it, when it comes with the collections, those can be removed too. But again, there's a little process to that. 
So that's yeah. very good. Like I said, you definitely will get that house. That uh, was like five bedroom, four bath. Um, yeah, right. Listen, I may live in Atlanta, but I ain't trying to live like I ain't trying to showboat like I live in Atlanta. Nah, we getting stuff that we can pay and ain't got to worry about foreclosure. Exactly. Because you definitely want to live within your means. So that's very, very important. And then also, yeah. too, so when you do get that loan with that mortgage, you actually have the option if you want that report on your credit report, too. Because um, I don't think yeah. a lot of people know that even when you get the when you go to the car, you get that dealer, you go to the car dealership, you can actually opt out and having that report on your credit, having that report on your credit report. So a lot of people don't know that. That's very, very important. So we just got one more question before we take our break. The next question is, what is one lesson that you will pass down to your kids or the next generation when it comes to credit? I mean, I know you probably got a whole lot. I just, <laughs> just want to <laughs> So I have actually taken it upon myself because growing up in a Black household, as a lot of us within the Black community experience, when our parents put bills in our names uh, and it messes up your credit if they don't pay it. So one thing that I uh, subconsciously, I'm not only teaching my son, but I'm teaching myself is um, how to be conscious of how, how you spend when you have money. How do you spend when you have a credit card? So I have him listed as signers on all of my credit cards. And so it helps boost his credit even at a young age. But for me, it makes me mindful that, hey, listen, your son is on your card. So if you mess up your card, it's going to mess up his credit. And and that's something that, you know, I just keep in the back of my mind when I'm spending and make sure that I'm not spending reckless. But teaching him also how to manage his money. So, like, when I give him money, he always has the option. Yeah, you can. Uh-oh. Uh, I guess he'll be back. I will continue to answer the question. Um, you have the option of, you know, of course, spending the money as kids like to do anyways. Um, but I also make sure that he saves some of his money. Because if anything, that's the hardest when it comes to, especially teenagers, um, is saving, saving their money. Um, and so thankfully, you know, when he does spend it, he's not spending it on reckless stuff. He's spending it on clothes. Yeah. You can use clothes over and you're not just using it for games or candy or something. He's buying clothes. So just being mindful of how he uses his money is the other thing that I'm teaching him. Yeah, that's really good that you said that for going to commercial break. Um, with the um, adding on as an authorized user, and then whatever you do, whether it's negative or positive, is going to impact him too. That's very, very, very. So, we're about to take a commercial break if you got bills to pay. We'll be right back. Yes. What's up, y'all? It's your girl P with P's Intuition here on the He Said What Network. Join me each and every Sunday at 11 30 a.m. Eastern Time for your spiritual guidance, spiritual clarity and intuitive oracle reading. All right, see y'all. Peace. Welcome back. Welcome back. Again, this is Ronnie Francois, your favorite credit hero, special guest, Simply Bree. And also the topic is how important is your credit? Um, you know, before we went on the break, he was just telling us one of the um, lessons that she will pass down to the next generation of our kids. So mm-hmm. And that she was saying she had her um, son as an authorized user, which is pretty cool. Because like mm-hmm. a lot of credit cards company, they can be up, they can be young as the age of 13. So just imagine having like a 13 year old, 14 or 15 year old, and, and you put them on. 
hey, what's up, what's up? And you put them out as an authorized user. And by the time they graduate high school now, they know that child's that, you know, having 700, 750 credit score. Um, so, there's, yeah. you know, and it's called, some people call it piggyback, some people call it authorized mm -hmm. user. And, you know, just putting them on as a young age. Because, uh, you know, different cultures, different race, I mean, I'm not going to call them out. You know, they, they talk about credit. Um, you know, these kids, like, pretty much just born with a 750 credit score. I don't know how they do it, but... um. Come out the Zoom with an 800. Hey, look, I remember when I was young, I don't know if people still say, I'm not going to say, I mean, I don't know that's going to tell my age, but they used to say, I want a white man credit score. I don't know if people still still say that or not. I oh, don't know. People say that. I mean, I know it's probably like, you know, 40, You know, people 50. sensitive now. They ain't saying stuff like that. Yeah. Um. And then I still, I didn't know nobody. I used to say it to you, but then I was like, oh, I'm like, why well, can't I have a white man credit score? Why can't I have a black man? Why can't I have a 750, 800 on my own? So again, Again, just some of the stuff that we say as, as a very young age, some of the sound that we say, they just kind of carry over being adult. But again, yeah. so just give us one more um, tip that you would pass down to the next generation. I know if we switch to the first one and, you know, your son is authorized users, what is one more lesson that you would Ooh. pass down? So I, I would definitely want to, once he starts using his credit, I want to teach him how to maintain his credit because... A lot of what you see now are companies that will clean your credit for you, but they're not fixing the bad habit. So mm -hmm. if they're cleaning your credit and you end up with a 750, guess what the first thing you're going to do? You're going to have an impulse yep. to buy because now you can afford to get something based off of your credit, something that you had not had the, the access to before. So it's the impulse. And you're basically going to fall right back into that same situation where your credit is going to be crap and you're going to be looking for people to basically clean your credit. You're going to be looking for the get rich, you know, get quick, get rich, quick schemes. And it's going to be a revolving circle. So one thing that I would definitely teach him when he does start to use his credit is how to maintain a low credit utilization ratio. You know, if, yeah. if it's something that you don't have the money in your account right now to buy, you don't need to use that card. You don't need to get it with a card. If you can't buy it right now, then what are we doing here? Because it's a setback. So that will definitely be something like maintaining and using your credit wisely, um, you know, for it to work for you. Yeah, another good lesson that you pass down to the next generation too, like just paying your bills on time. Because mm -hmm. you know, 35% of your credit score is your payment history. And then the, again, the one you said, the credit utilization, that's 30%. So that's 65 yeah. of your score right there. So if you do just those two things, you'll get the leg up. So that's very, very important. And also, too, um, a lot of people don't know when it comes to late payments, that's actually illegal. You shouldn't be doing your credit report, but we're going to want to save that for another day. So um, <laughs> but again, payment history is 35%. Credit 30%. The reason 30%, you never ever want to go above 30%. But I guarantee anybody that's listening or watching or listening to replay, if you take your credit to the 10% or single digits, continue making your on-time payment, I guarantee you, your score will go up. You know what I mean? Like, I guarantee you. Those are those two things that you can control right there. Because remember, there's five factors, Those, but those two things you can actually control, like, starting, like, next month. Right. Keep it like 10% or lower. Make your payments on time. And nothing to help you, too, as far as making your payments on time. Just put your minimum payment on auto pay. Mm -hmm. 
That way, I mean, of course, you always want to go back pay more. But if you have an auto pay, let's say your minimum payment is like fifty dollars. Yes, going all the time. But the only thing is, you just have you do have to make a mental notation. I need to go back, you know, pay more on it though, because sometimes mm -hmm. our mind like, oh, I put I put the minimum payment, I'm good. But you always want to go back, put that on it, because you gotta remember, like, this is social media. So when you tell people stuff, you actually got like, they be like, well, he just told me to make the minimum payment, so you gotta tell them. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ronnie told me, like, you know, that, that ball right. head, this is what he told me, you know what I mean? So you got to um, break stuff down to, so they can right. really spoon feed it. So I got a question for you, right? Okay, cool. Um, why is it once your credit score is in the excellent field, why does it take so long for the score to get even higher? Um, so it depends. There could be, like, a few number of factors. One of the biggest factors, you have to add, you have to add more credit. So you have to basically, yeah, you have to add more credit. And I know people are like, well, I don't want to add more credit. You sometimes have to get more credit cards. But if you don't want to get more credit cards, one of the things you can do is you can call the credit cards that you have right now and say, look, I've been on time like the last month, two two years, whatever the case might be. Am I eligible for credit limit increase? Some yeah. companies will do it automatically. And the reason you want to ask if I'm eligible because – Depending on the company, sometimes they will do a soft pull and sometimes they will do a hard pull. Mm -hmm. So if you got to do a hard pull to, you know, get me approved, then I probably don't want it because I don't want no hard inquiries. Right. So that's why you, that's why you want to be specific. You want to say, what are the qualification for credit limit increase? So once you increase that credit limit, um, that will help you get boost. Again, you take your credit utilization down to single digits. If you take that sucker down to 1%, and I know what you're saying. Well, 1%, that would just mean I'm just getting like a pack of gum, but Again, it's it's called a credit game for a reason. You literally have yeah. to play the game if you want to win. So again, yeah. credit allows using that single digits, add another credit card, or get a credit limit increase, or if you have a significant other, you can piggyback off of this if they got excellent mm -hmm. credit too. So those are like three things that you can do. Because um it's not hard to get an 800, but the thing is it's hard to maintain it. Like you could hit, you could be driving Baltimore City, hit a pothole, and your credit score could drop. You're ah. like, so, um, <laughs> so again, oh. you like, I just hit a pothole, right? So, <laughs> I mean, well, it's not <laughs> right. Like, how is that even connected to my? Credit? Yeah, because it's, it's, it's really, really sensitive. So, again, once you get there, it's hard to maintain it. Like I said, a lot of people don't want to add no any more credit credit cards. Uh, but like I said, but the sweet spot is really between seven hundred and seven seventy. Yeah, you get in there, you can pretty much get almost anything you want mm -hmm. if you have a clean credit profile, like no collections, uh, uh, little to minimal on hard inquiries, credit utilization is perfect, have a credit mix. Um, so you can definitely get that. Um, so what the next question is, uh, so what is next for you right now? Uh, you know, you're about to get that big house, you know, you got business going. So, you know, now the cat's out there, you're getting that big house now. Everybody want an invitation to the housewarming party. Right. Um, so I'm gonna get this house. Um, focus on the network, building the network, expanding, adding more shows. Um, but most importantly, I just want to so my goal is to have one speed dating event this year. And so I think that's gonna be something and it's gonna be in person, um, here in Atlanta. So that's the next project. I have um, a partnership with a young black woman who has her own dating app. And oh, cool. so I'm going to partner up with her. We're going to put together a, a speed dating event in Atlanta. 
and um, yeah, just see how that goes because I actually, I date. Um, my dating life is hilarious. It's a comedy all in itself. Um, but I, I honestly, I want to help other people, like I said, find love. And so that is my goal. That is like one of my goals for 2023 is to have at least one minimum. So yeah, like you said, if you know, if you have some single friends, um, you know, definitely send them to me and I will vet them and just see, you know, what I can make it do. Well, another thing, too, since you're having that speed dating event, there's a book I would recommend. It's called Arrows. What is your definition of love? I think that book would be an awesome book. Really? Yeah. Who was the author? Who said that? It sounds so familiar. I think it's this guy named Ronnie Francois. Hmm. Really Wait good. a minute. That's you. Yeah, that's me. Yeah, I forgot. I wrote that book. I went from the credit hero to love hero. I'm just talented like that. But, um, wow. yeah. So that book is definitely awesome. Um, okay. Maybe, you know. Y'all could I could definitely send you some some a wholesale price. Um, because you know, let's just say they come to the speed dating and they can't find the, you know, the mm -hmm. queen or the king or whatever, they're not walking mm -hmm. empty-handed. You'd be like, look, you can find your soulmate, but you got a book right here that could help you for the next event. There um, we go. That that yeah, because that way it's a one-in-one -one situation. And that's the worst thing to do is to go to like a, you know, one of those, I mean, I've never went to one of those. I never had that type of problem, but. And walked out with something. Yeah, I can just imagine somebody going in and they walk out empty hand, they don't have none. So at least yeah. they could walk out a book because I got something from it. Um, I might need so to partner up with this author. Yeah, so I, yeah, I would definitely recommend, like I said, his name is Ronnie Francois. He's also Googleable too, but that book is really, really good. Yeah, yeah he's, he's Googleable, um, so uh, yeah. So the next question is, uh, if you became a billionaire overnight, what would you do to change the world? Put everybody in timeout. <laughs> put everybody in timeout. Yeah, put everybody in timeout. And I would, I can't save the world, right? Yeah. But I would pick a number. And I would offer an incentive for people who I'm going to give them one month's pay for them to take off a month from work and figure out what their purpose is. What is your mm -hmm. purpose in life? Just, just take that time. Go isolate yourself somewhere. And figure out what your divine purpose in life is. That's dope. I mean, that, that's a good answer. I wasn't expecting that. I thought you were going to say you're going to buy everybody cars or. Like, no. <laughs> hey, right. Like give everybody helicopters. I, mean, I, I wasn't expecting that answer. Right. I mean, yeah. Just no. give, yeah, no, give, that's Well, that's really good. And it's, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, a lot of people that have goals, they have visions, they'll spend their whole life trying to find this, do that. But really, like, your purpose is already within you already. Like, when we were born, the creator, you know, whoever you worship, whoever you believe, has already, you know, he already put that inside of you already. Just imagine, like, a fish. You know, fish never had to go to swim school, learn how to fish. They just, you know, just came out, just thought, you know, you know swimming. Swimming. Exactly. Like a bird. They, they don't have to go to flight school, you know. They are max. So it's like whatever your gift is, whatever your purpose is. Like, you have all the tools in you already to, to manifest it. Just that... I think so. A lot of people, the biggest thing that's holding them back, they're not connected with the right people. Uh, for example, like with me, I was nine years old 
when I realized I was destined for greatness. I had a lot of goals in me, but I didn't tap into I was 29 years old though. I mean, so like, what was right. I doing? For, what was I doing for 20 years? Just roaming the earth, doing nothing, not, not a conscious. Living life. <laughs> yeah, I was doing that. But the whole point was, it wasn't until I started connecting with the right people, certain people, that just started speaking into my life, just started um, elevating me. Because like I said, I'm human. Believe it or not, sometimes I get a little lazy, but when I'm connected with great people that got positive energy, because we all need that jump start. So I think that's why a lot, a lot of people can't tap into the purpose because they don't have the right surrounding. I think one of the gurus said, like, if you want to see what your life is going to look like, look at your five closest friends. That's right. That's going to tell you where you're going to be at. And then I'm not saying, you know, we all can't have broke friends, lazy friends. It's cool. You can have those people. It's not wrong with that because right. you, can't, you can't always pick your friends and family, unfortunately. So you're going to have those people. But in the meantime, bring some other people that had the energy that you need to. You know, you, you can have the best of a world. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm not telling nobody to throw their best friends away because they're couch potato because they're bum. No, you don't, you don't keep them. But also they serve a purpose in your life somehow. Yeah, you know what I mean? You never know. You might need, you might need a ride somewhere, right? You don't feel like driving. Somebody clean up. Listen, you can look at that bum friend and be like, you know what? I don't want to be like them. That's my yeah. motivation, not to be like them, especially exactly. when you see how comfortable they are in yes. their bumness. <laughs> you said their bumness. Is that even a word, bumness? I don't, okay. <laughs> I don't want to be like that. <laughs> yeah, you're right, exactly. Because I think every you're right, everybody do serve a purpose because sometimes yeah. we come across people and they might be like whatever they're doing for a living or whatever, they might be doing something crazy, mm -hmm. and you like I don't make no sense, but like at the end of the day, maybe that's their purpose. Maybe the purpose yeah. is to be a couch potato, maybe the purpose is to be whatever. So I mean I just accept I, I accept people for where they're at, not where I want yeah. them to be. And then you know, so if they want to change the life, I'll work with them. Mm -hmm. Um so a final question is, how can our viewers or listeners get in contact with you if they want to, you know, connect with you for networking, collaboration? What's the best way to get in contact with you? Well, my handle is right here. Um, that is my name, Simply Bree, S-I-M-P-L-E-E. -E. Bree is B-R-E-E. -E. I am also Googleable. Um <laughs> So if you put that in Google, you'll more than likely find all of my social media. You can feel free to reach out to me. I mean, simplybree.com, Instagram. Um, I'm on TikTok. Uh, I now have over a thousand followers on TikTok. So I'm actually going to start going live starting tonight for my first matchmaking um, hoorah. And so, I mean, just reach out to me, slide in the DMs, let me know that you see me on, you know, the credit lab with Ronnie Francois, the credit hero. And um, yeah, we can kick it. We can definitely, you know, network, see how we can both be beneficial to one another and go from there. Um, yeah, that's what's up. I mean, definitely make a positive impact. And now that you say you Google, I'm going to I'm gonna have to Google your name now, you know, like, is there, is there like a whole bunch of pages or just like one swipe? Oh, you... No, no, no. It's a whole bunch of pages. If it's just one swipe, it's cool. I mean, but like. Oh, no, no. It's going to show you everything. Because mind you, I, I blog. So okay. I have a history. Okay. Voyage interviews. All of that is, is you're going to see. Because with me, um, I have like four swipes. You got to do four swipes to, to get. To go through all of mine, so um, yeah, no, I got a couple of pages. No, I mean, if you only have one swipe, it's cool. I mean, like, it's, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, Listen, strive for more. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, it's very, very important, right? But no, because some of our viewers on here, they they probably not Googleable like us, so we don't want to like yeah. uh, hate make them feel good. <laughs> so yeah. Listen, <laughs> you were destined probably to be just one swipe. Yeah, that, that was your purpose. That one swipe. swipe is more than enough. Exactly. You had a swipe. Yeah, but yeah, just one swipe. Because somebody out there don't have no swipe at all. They're not even on Google. Swipe um, or yeah. no swipe? Yeah. That was off the Dora, right? You know, Dora, right? Yeah, that was the Fox. Okay, I don't know how we, so we went from credit to love to Dora. Okay, <laughs> you know, so just going totally bananas. Okay, all right. So <laughs> next thing that we're going to be talking about uh, Pokemon or something, right? So, uh, <laughs> oh man, that was crazy, especially when you had to go to the parks, like the live catch them up. Exactly, because people used to be like walking off like docks and train tracks. Looking. Yes! For Pokemon, because I'd be driving with my son. He'd be like, "Hey, let Dad, let's stop." I'm like, "For what?" He like, "It's a Pokemon across the street." I'm like, "No, I'm not stopping no Pokemon. <laughs> you better catch that Pokemon that's crossing the damn car. Not doing that." Like, <laughs> I mean, I didn't tell him like that, but that's what I was thinking. I'm like, "No." Right so, in your head. Yeah, well, yeah, I wish I would. Yeah, man. I mean, and, uh, and one, people walk like this with their phones, anyways, not yeah. paying attention. Yeah, and then the one time it was so bad, like I said, people were just like walking across train track it was just crazy i mean it was so hyped up at one time i thought about downloading pokemon i ain't gonna lie they don't tell nobody this i i did download the pokemon but i never played it i downloaded it. i never ever played it so um yeah just to see what the big haw oh, was all about yeah exactly so again you know simply agree we definitely appreciate you having on the credit lab podcast this is amazing the, the episode was how important is your credit and as you can see, a prime example is important that one time your credit was not needed to be. You worked on that, you about to get that small mansion on a hill with a picket fence, five bedroom, three bath, two dishwashers, a chef, and a maid, and a housekeeper. All like <laughs> and a driver. Yeah. Yeah, and a driver. Yeah, to drive that Bentley for you. So we definitely. Boom. Oh, whoa. Did y'all see that? I went boom. And he just. Maybe someone else that might that was hot. Wait, and, Ronnie, you missed it. I went boom and he just disappeared. Perfect timing. <laughs> um, yeah, so we definitely appreciate you. Um, again, thank you all viewers, listeners. We definitely appreciate you. Hit the like, share, subscribe button, and don't forget them so you can get them books for the event too. I got you. Yes, yes. Listen, we will definitely partner up to get those books for every paid uh, participant, so that if you don't find the love of your life, then at least you can walk away with some resources and material to help you find the love of your life from the one and only Mr. Francois himself. Yeah, love hero, a.k.a. the credit hero, a.k.a. your favorite, you know, just all that good stuff. Yes. All right, until next time, everybody, peace yeah. out. Bye, y'all. Peace out.